everybody. Welcome to episode six of Navigating Motherhood. I have Carly Edgecombe with me tonight, and we are going to talk about um, breastfeeding. Um, Carly was super successful with breastfeeding so far, um, and so she's going to share that. And then I was unsuccessful, so I'm going to share that. Um, Carly, why don't you say hey? Hello. Um, so Carly's going to go ahead and introduce herself, and then um, we'll jump right into it. So go ahead, Carly. Well, I'm Carly, and I am mama to baby Daisy. I had her in June of 2020, and breastfeeding has been kind of all over the place for me, but we're still going strong, so. Well, good. I'm glad that you had, I'm not glad that you had struggles, but I'm glad you can, you had struggles and you learned from it and you overcame them. Lots and lots of learning for sure. So I guess let's just, let's just start with your journey a little bit. So where did you find your struggle? Like when was your first struggle? Well, we struggled literally as soon as she was born. So at where I delivered, as soon as you have your baby, I don't know how, I don't know if all hospitals do this, but they put her on my chest instantly and she, they left her there for literally like three hours and they were like nope we're not moving her they didn't clean her off nothing they just left her there they didn't do anything and then after that after she was on me for so many hours then they took her off and they weighed her and did all that like they took that long which was super weird to me I was like I'm I didn't know that that's what they were gonna do but anyway yeah so then after they weighed her they brought her back and they're like okay we're gonna try to get her to latch and she was like looking for it, everything, but she could not latch at all. And I have been very blessed in that area. My I have very big boobs. So I I was like, come on, honey, you're right there. Right. You don't have to search very hard. Yeah. But she could not, she, she just could not figure it out. And like, the nurses, like, I don't know how it was for you, but they, like, took my boob and, like, would shove it in her mouth. And I was, like, <sighs> and she's screaming, screaming, like, because it was, like, forceful. And I'm, like, I don't know what to do. So I just kind of let them go for it, you know? Okay, yes, literally, I-, I had the same issue. I just felt, like, so uncomfortable. And, but, yeah, the, the nurse, I mean... Love the labor delivery nurses, absolutely. Right. But as far as it comes with like this breastfeeding thing, it was like super open, overwhelming to have them just like they asked for permission, and obviously yes. we said, "Hey, okay, yes. well, yeah, I mean, if you know what you're doing, then I get it." But it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, like I didn't realize we had to literally shove it down this child's throat. Like right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like kind of traumatizing, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like emotional right after birth obviously and my baby's screaming her head off and they're taking my boob and like shoving it in her mouth and I'm like can we not can we just not do that like (laughs) she's not happy this is stressing me out but yeah so that was happening and they would like take my nipple too to like try to make it like stick out farther and it wasn't doing that and I don't know if it's because I was stressed out and it just was not about it so they're like it's okay we'll try later like she'll be okay and I'm like all right, if you say so. Like I thought she would eat. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, then she need to eat. But they were like, it's okay. We'll try back in like five minutes. We'll let her calm down. So let her calm down. And then they brought the lactation lady in. And our lactation lady, she's phenomenal. She's so smart, super awesome. But she also stressed me out <laughs> because <I don't> <laughs> she she just made it seem like everything had to be perfect. And so I was like, okay, if I'm not perfect, then I'm not doing it right. Oh, yeah. And she was amazing, like so sweet, was never hateful or anything. But it was just like, okay, I'm not doing something right. Like, and then I started to feel bad. Right. And And you're stressed. Yeah. What am I doing? And she's telling me one thing, and then some nurses are telling me a different thing. And I'm like, I just don't know what's going on. So at that point, I just was like, you know what, just do whatever you need to. And I just kind of laid there, and they like took Daisy, and they were like trying to put her in all these different positions and trying to get her to latch. Nothing was working. And so then they're like, okay, well, let's try a nipple shield. Never heard of those in my entire life. I was like, what in the world is that? And they're like, look, we're going to go see if we can find one. So they bring out this like plastic cylinder, like yeah. silicone thing that just goes over your nipple. And it makes it so like it sticks out farther and more prominent so they can maybe find it a little bit easier. And tried that. 
it was like way too big for her mouth. <laughs> so she's still screaming, poor thing. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, let's get her to calm down. And like, she has not eaten. And I'm stressed, stressed out. I'm like, my baby's going to starve here at the hospital. <laughs> and, <I'm Yeah>. <laughs> and so we tried the nipple shield again. And then she finally latched for a few seconds. And then the lactation lady was like, that's great. This is fantastic because it's crazy, but like, the baby doesn't need very much milk. Like their stomachs are like the size of like, it's a dot and it's mind blowing. They're like, they literally need like two drops. Yeah. That's what it said. Like a, like a teaspoon of milk will take in the first 24 right. hours. Which is crazy to think about because yeah. I hear breastfeeding and I've, I watch TikTok and all these moms are like producing a ton and ton of milk. So I'm like, why do I not have milk coming out? But no, you don't even have milk right now. It's just the colostrum, which is the good stuff that they need. And it was like crazy. But yeah, so she finally would nurse for like maybe five minutes. And then she was done and she'd go to sleep. So I was like, okay, fine. And then we'd try again in two hours and she wasn't having it. And it'd take like 20 to 25 minutes to get her to latch on and finally eat again. So it was just a long process the whole time we were at the hospital. And so we ended up having to tease her with formula. So we'd stick a little formula in her mouth and then stick my oh, boob in her mouth. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. And then I so I did that. That ended up working for us. So they put, they teased her with like a drop of formula and then shoved my boob in her mouth. And there was one night nurse that was like so gentle and so calming and amazing. And she was the one who got Daisy to finally start eating off of me. And I like, cried to her and I was like you're amazing thank you so much and yeah so that was kind of the start of our hot mess express <laughs> okay. Dude, that, it's so it's so real because so not only are your your own emotions and your own hormones are literally crazy yes. and so with you being a new mom and Worry about your milk and worry about your baby not eating. The baby's crying. These nurses that you do not know mm -hmm. don't know these people. You no. Know? I mean, and so it's just like and you're trying to figure out, trying to navigate this this baby trying to eat from you, and then it's it's a lot of stress. It is. And it's like that. And they always say like, okay, you need to be calm so that your baby's calm and will eat. And it's like I literally physically cannot be calm right now. No. Oh. Still to this day, I can't be calm when Daisy's crying. Like she cries, and I've got chills down my back, and I'm like, "Okay, fix it." <laughs> someone, so give me the baby, or we got to do something. Exactly. Um, no, but uh, back to lactation consultant. So, the my lactation consultant did not come in until I'm pretty sure the day we were gonna leave. Oh wow! So we were here for like two days. Really? And. They didn't, she, but when she came, Ellie latched and she ate great. Oh, perfect. And I was like, <laughs> right? I was like, oh, I got this in the bag. Like, she's going to nurse great. I'm so, thank the praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Like, because the, the, the night, the, so the second night in my, in the hospital. So we, she, I gave birth at like 10, 15 at night. So technically we had to stay for the 24 hour checkup and we weren't going to leave mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. Like, so we stayed that other night. And that second, the first night in the hospital was fine. It wasn't very long, obviously. <laughs> but that second night was terrible. She, I don't, I didn't sleep a wink. Yeah. She cried all night long. I couldn't get her to nurse. The night nurses were in there trying to help me with sticking the boob in her mouth. And I'm crying. And then, you know, Timmy's can't help me i know <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know and so like it was it was it was rough mm -hmm. that second night in the hospital i know mm -hmm. after leaving that oh yeah that second night's always bad i heard someone else say i'm like that would have been nice to know to like fix yourself for the second night because it's gonna right. be a little well and i went to i went to one breastfeeding class before i had her Okay. And they show these videos of right after the baby goes to the chest, they find the boob and they're nursing right away. So that's what I was expecting. And my experience was nothing like that. <laughs> the fact though that they laid her on your chest for the first like three hours is awesome. I really yes. wish I really got that time with Ellie and I didn't because, well, she came out like stunned. So like she uh, wasn't crying right away. 
Okay. They, didn't, they obviously didn't know why. Mm-hmm. So they had to cut the cord fast and just take her and make sh- to get her to like cry. Yeah. So, like, and then I had extra bleeding. So like they weren't, they were trying to focus on that and not me with Ellie. So like, I really wish I would have got that skin to skin contact. Like, I'm really glad that you got that. That's yes. Really- that was great. You never wiggled like to try to like find something. Uh huh. She did. Yeah, she did a little bit, but it wasn't like crazy. She ended up just falling asleep. She was just comfortable because she came out screaming bloody murder. Like she was, she was making herself known. But then, so she, yeah, they put her on my chest and she fell asleep for a little bit and woke up and kind of wiggled and was like trying to find something. But then she fell back asleep again. Right. So. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. No, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> it was totally wrapped up in a blanket by the time I got her. That's crazy. But it's so crazy how everybody's experience is so different. It is. But um, the lactation consultant, I felt a lot better after talking to her. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Like, where were you two nights ago? Right. Like, I know they're they're seeing other moms or they're not, not there. Right. <laughs> like, why on earth would they be there at 10 o'clock yeah. at night? You know, like, I don't know if they actually have like night lactation consultants at all but you know they have other moms to see but it was so nice and refreshing to get her in there because I was like after she left I felt kind of like I felt like I had knowledge to pull from I felt like I had a successful feeding so okay we can do this you know I don't know is that how you felt after you got to talk to her so ours I it was nice for her to come in because I had met her at the class before so it was kind of nice to have a familiar face so I was like, like I know who you are but she was just so knowledgeable on everything that it was just like so much information being thrown at me. And oh. I was just kind of like, holy cow, like I'm a little bit overwhelmed. I'm not really because I was exhausted too. Yeah, I'm, dude. I had Daisy at in the morning at like six o'clock. So it was nice that she was already at the hospital so she could come right away. But um, yeah, I was just tired because I had just given birth and she's like giving me all this information, which is great information, but I'm just not it's not sticking with me it's like holy cow okay I hear you but I'm not gonna remember this five minutes from now and what was really nice about her though is that she kept coming back which was great so the nurse because she was we were having so much trouble they're like we're gonna call her back we're gonna call her back and so she'd come in and she'd readjust and then finally I was like I said I was like just do it do whatever you need to do at this point because I just felt like I was in the way too because I'm trying to like help her move her and it was just a mess but then we finally and she, what was weird though is that the nurse was like let's use the nipple shield and then the lactation lady said oh we don't really want to use a nipple shield because it's not going to feel like the actual actual nipple for the baby and so I'm like okay so is the nipple shield not good like I don't know but then that's the only way she would nurse so do you so that's the only way she would nurse at all yeah, at all. That's the only oh, way no. I get a nurse. Even to this day, we still use the nipple shield. We don't use it as much. We don't have to use it every single time. Okay. But we do still use it. And Daisy is now yeah. five months old. So no, that's see, I that's the only time I was successful is when I used a nipple shield. Mm-hmm. And that's like I I just have short nipples. Like I don't have long <laughs> yeah. nipples. And like so like I literally like she couldn't get it right and so I totally and I think that the fact that you know it's no I don't think you should feel like I felt like you kind of felt that you I was feeling a little bit of shame come off of you when you said that you still use a nipple shield and you shouldn't at all yeah but it's just a tool to help you it is feed your child right and we there's no way that we could have done it without a nipple shield and right. it's just nuts that I went into it not even knowing that they existed. I didn't either. And they didn't yeah. give you one there. Not that I really. I don't. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's been almost two years. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> but I don't think they gave me one there. I remember I my, my mom ordered one when I got to the my house because, like, you know, when I got to the house after we after everything. She was still eating off of me, okay. Um, but that night, um, I feel like she she was doing okay for like night feedings were the bad part. She wouldn't eat during her night feedings. Like she just couldn't get comfortable. She couldn't latch. She'd just scream and cry. 
like yeah. until she finally fell asleep. And um, I remember one night, it would have been like the third night that we got home or the second night we got home. Timmy had to sleep because he had to go to work the next day. So he went to the living room and slept. And my mom slept with me in my room. And we were up all night. All night. And I was crying because I couldn't feed my child because mm-hmm. she wouldn't hatch. And she was starving in my mind. She was starving. And the overwhelming fear that you're not feeding your child, that you can't do this, is just. Right. It's an awful feeling. Horrible feeling. Yeah. So before I would get into that, um, so you, one of the tools you used was a nipple shield. Mm-hmm. And that you were able to have successful fe- feeding since then because of it. Well, <laughs> okay, go into your detail then. Okay, so when she was born, she weighed six pounds, 10 ounces. And when we left the hospital, she dropped all the way to five pounds, 15 ounces. Okay, She dropped a ton because we had so much trouble. And so they were like, you're going to come, you're going to go to her pediatrician literally the Monday. We left the hospital on Saturday and they're like, you're going to go see the doctor on Monday. We're going to check her weight. To see if feeding goes better at home. We came home. She wouldn't sit and nurse. But she wasn't actually nursing. Like her mouth would be around the nipple shield. But she wasn't actually doing anything. She would maybe only suck for like five to seven minutes. And that was like forcing her to do it. And then she just falls asleep. And so I'm like okay. Well she's getting something. But then at this point I still my milk still hasn't come in. And so. I'm like, I don't know that she's getting anything. And so we go to the doctor and she dropped even more. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. And then so the doctor's like, all right, we might have to supplement. And I'm like, no, because I put it in my head. I was like, I'm going to breastfeed my baby. I don't want to do formula. I just had always, I'm going to breastfeed. I was like, is there anything I can do? And she goes, well, you can try to pump before and see if you can get any milk that way. She goes, and your milk still has to come in. So we might still have a chance to just use the formula until your milk comes in. So literally, as soon as we left the hospital, the hospital for her doctor's appointment, my milk came in <laughs> literally right after we left. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is amazing. <laughs> so then we got home and my mom was here. So I was like, holy cow, my milk is in it. So I put her on and she nursed, but she would come off and on, which was fine. But then I was like, holy cow, she's getting milk. And then it like came in hard and like my boobs were full. And I was like, oh my gosh, because she wasn't emptying me. Because right. the beginning, like your boobs just like fill and their tummy is still really, really small. So then I was pumping and I was like getting a ton in bags. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Went back to the doctor. She gained some weight. It was great. Yay! Yeah. So then the lactation lady is like, okay, you feed the baby every three hours. And I was like, okay. And then I have my family member saying throughout the night, don't wake her up. If she sleeps, let the baby sleep. You never wake a sleeping baby. And I was like, holy cow, what do I do here? Like, do I let my baby sleep? Do I wake her up to feed? Because Daisy was like the most chill baby. She wouldn't cry when she was hungry. Like, I just had to feed her. Like, she would never let me know. She was like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) you are one lucky mother (laughs) I know but it was also hard because I was like I need to know when you're hungry child (laughs) yeah the communication is off yeah Yeah. so I was like okay you know what I'm gonna let my baby sleep she was sleeping 10 hours at three weeks old 10 hours through the night which is not normal (laughs) well no it's not at all that is insane yeah but I was like holy cow I have the best baby in the whole world this is amazing. And we'd wake up and we'd nurse and then we'd nurse throughout the day and it was fine. We'd go to the doctor and she had gained maybe an ounce. And I was like, in like the three weeks or two weeks that we hadn't been there. And I, and my doctor was like, "Uh uh-uh, this is not okay. So then she's like, we got to get her to gain weight. She goes, what I want you to do. She goes, do you, she asked me if I had breast milk in the freezer and I was like, oh, yeah, I do, because she had slept so long. My boobs would be so full in the morning. I just pumped after she nursed, and I had a ton in the freezer. I was like, yeah, I got plenty. She's like, you're going to let her nurse for 10 minutes on one side, and then you're going to pump afterwards, and you're going to give her a bottle every single feeding. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So that's what we did for two weeks. <laughs> that's <laughs> two what weeks. 
And it was every three hours that we did. We nursed, we pumped, and we had a bottle, which it was so hard. It was so hard. I was like, this is for the birds. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. No way. I said, if we go back to this doctor and she has not gained weight, I'm done. We're doing formula. I gave it a good try. Whatever. (laughs) So we go back to the doctor and she had finally like gained like a whole, almost two whole pounds in two weeks. And my doctor was like, awesome. This is what we want. I was like, do I still have to nurse and pump and give a bottle? She goes, no, we're going to let her nurse. She goes, don't let her nurse more than 20 minutes. And I was like, what? Why? Because at the hospital, whenever she was born, Daisy would nurse for 45 minutes, but she would, like I said, she would just sit there. Right. And so, but she'd be on there forever. And so that's what I was doing at home. I would let her nurse for so long before the whole pumping and bottle and everything. And so she's like, don't let her nurse for longer than 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, why is that? And she goes, they burn more calories after the 20 minutes than what they're getting. And I was like, where was this information? Like, why, why did I, why was I not told this? You know that. Yeah. The doctor said they burn more after 20 minutes than what they're getting. And I was like, huh. Okay. She goes, so let her nurse for the 20 minutes and then cut her off. She goes, but do it the strict three hours, every three hours, even throughout the night. Like, also 20 minutes or just 20 minutes total. So 10 and 10. Yeah. 20 minutes total. So that's what I did. I did 10 on each side. And I would have my timer. <laughs> I would like set it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you lived on freaking alarms and timers. And- yes. <laughs> so we did that for, we were probably, that was probably, I think, around two months old, maybe. Yeah. Like, so we started doing every 10 minutes or 20 minutes, every three hours on the dot, did not go any longer. Even throughout the night, like I was up. I was like, okay, okay we are sticking around. to this schedule. Okay. Yeah. And yes, I did. And then we went back to the doctor because she was like, after a month, I want to see you and see where we're at. And she was starting to like actually gain weight the way she was supposed to. It's like, hallelujah. Like, this is great. And then I was like, okay, can I go longer now that she's gaining weight? Like, can we throughout the night, like, do I need to get up every three hours? And she goes, we can go five, no more than five. And I was like, okay. She goes, throughout, yeah, throughout the day, do every three still. And I was like, I can do that, whatever. And then I decided to go to a breastfeeding like support group at the hospital that they have. Cause I was like, I want to try to get rid of this nipple shield. So we went there and she's like, you need to wake the baby up every three hours. And I'm just like, I don't know. I like, I need to sleep. <laughs> I, I think, and then, um, through the night, like I would let Ellie sleep and then like, if she didn't wake up now, I wasn't too worried about her weight. Like I, we did have to go back one, um, like in, almost immediately after we left the hospital, that one appointment. And then they're like, okay, I'm going to need to see you in two days. Cause she's actually lost a lot of weight and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So we went back again and they're like, okay, so she's starting to get up a little bit, but I had to supplement. I was too scared. I supplemented with formula. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a worry too, because I was like, you don't know how much your baby's getting when you breastfeed. That's that was a constant thing I was thinking about. Is she getting milk? Is she getting milk? Like, is she getting enough? So and so like yeah. I I would no matter what, I'd be pumping every two hours. No uh, matter what. Night pumping hurt day every two hours. Dude. Oh my gosh. Um so like Sometimes she would sleep and I'd still get up and pump. And then the next time I was going to pump, I would go warm her bottle up, feed her a bottle, and then lay her back down, get her asleep, and then pump. And then so by that time, I was getting like maybe 45 minutes of sleep between each session. Um, yeah. Because she wouldn't eat off of me at all. So I would have yeah. to give her a bottle no matter what. So I'd have to feed her, but then I can't pump and feed her because um, I had a pump that was. I didn't have like a just a regular like battery pump. It was like a plug in the wall uh, and then I plug into it. Yeah. Totally mm-hmm. like regret not ever getting a wireless pump. Regret it. But like, they don't it changed my life. I feel like they don't even nobody knew that they really existed until I feel like now. Dude, it's like, it's like if you breastfeed or you do formula. Like pumping exactly isn't a thing. Any it is now. No, it's really not. people yeah. talk about it, you know. They really don't. And so, like, I was like, 
a pumping machine. Like I was, I was, I was a literal like cow. Anyway, we're we'll talk about me in a second. Let's finish you real quick. <laughs> I feel like I go on these tangents. I told you I was gonna do this. No, it's okay. You went to the breastfeeding support group, and that's amazing. Okay, so tell me about that. Yeah. So she was like, "You need to wake her up," and I was like, "Well, doctor, our her doctor's name is Doctor Gloss. She said to wake her up every five hours." And then she's like, "Okay, well, if she says that, then we can try it." And then. I'm nursing her while I'm at the support group. And the lactation lady's like, does she have a tongue tie? And I was like, uh, I don't think so. Like they never said anything whenever I had her. Like, I feel like they check that whenever you they have do, a baby. They do. Like, the lactation consultant. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, she kind of looks like she has a tongue tie. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was, and this is the lactation lady at the breastfeeding support group. And so I'm like, Different lady or the same lady that saw you in the hospital? No, this is the same lady. Oh. Yeah. And I know she sees a lot of moms. So she probably, like, doesn't remember. Whatever. But she's sitting there and she's like, she kind of looks like it. She goes, I'm going to I'm gonna give you a paper of all these different dentists that you could go to. And I'm like, hold on a second. Dentist? what and so I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look into this I'll wait until Daisy's next appointment and I'll ask the doctor what she says so we literally were at the (laughs) pediatric office I feel like every other week with Daisy trying to get her weight up yeah I bet dude (laughs) yes so we we go to her appointment and I was like um the lactation consultant said that she might have a tongue tie like could you check and so Dr. Gloss like checks out her mouth and she's like, well, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, she's maybe it's yes or no. She's three right? and a half months old. Like, how did we not catch this beforehand? Like I've been doing all this stuff to try to get her to latch. Yeah. And then she's like, I kind of want a second opinion on this. And I was like, okay. She goes, but you don't have to. Cause she, she's like, it doesn't really seem like it's a big deal. If there is one, it's very, very faint. She goes, but if you want a second opinion, I'll refer you to this person. And I was like, well, if this could make everything better, then I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I waited a week and I talked to Dalton about it. And I was like, do we do it? And he's like, why not? Let's just, let's find out. It's just a consult. We can, we'll see. So I called Dr. Glass. I was like, okay, who do we go to? And she gave us the name of this dentist. And so I take Daisy, like the appointment, and we go in. Super, super awesome guy. And he's checking out her tongue. And he's like, her tongue is perfect. And he goes, but her lip is tied. And I was like, what? Her lip? Her upper lip was like two. It's supposed to separate from your gum so far, but hers wasn't. It was like really, really tight. She And he was like, I bet that's probably why she's not latching very well. Because the lip is more of a sudden change, whereas the tongue would kind of take practice to get her to latch. But the lip, if we clip it really fast, he's like, I'll bet you, I bet you'll notice right away. And I was like, huh. He goes, so do you want us to do it? And I was like, wait, like today? And he was like, yeah, we'll do it right now. And I was like, uh, sure. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) So. Wait. (laughs) This makes me question Ellie. It, Should I be worried about her mouth right now? I'm gonna have to research this. A tied lip. Yes. No ever, he said that, I heard about the tied tongue, but never a tied lip. I neither had yeah, I. Okay, go on. This is so interesting. So yeah, I know. And this was literally like a month and a half ago. Like this was we just had this done. So he checked, he was like, okay, let's go ahead and do it now. He's like, I'm gonna take pictures and I'm gonna show you. And he takes a picture of her lip and I can see that like the little, you know, you have like yeah. a, I don't even know what it's called. Like, like extra tissue. Like, yeah, yeah, tissue up there. And I was like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he's like, hers is really tight. And he showed me that it was like really far down on her lip. And he's like, if we just solder a little bit of that off, he's like, I bet she'll latch really well. And so I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to hurt her? Like, is this going to be traumatizing for me too? Like, is she going to be screaming? And he goes, actually, babies, we think that babies are hurt. And he goes, but they really don't have a ton of feeling up there yet. He goes, so it's really more traumatizing for us listening to her scream because she's being held down. And I was like, huh, 
okay, I don't know if you're just telling me that. To I feel better. better, but I'll take it, whatever. Right. <laughs> so he literally leaves the room, comes back in, puts on gloves, gets his little, they like take a laser to it and they put her, like these little glasses on her and him and his like assistant and they like hold her down and she started screaming because she's being held down. They haven't even touched her yet. Like she's mad. She's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to lay still. Where's my mom? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I'm like starting to sweat because I can't handle when she cries. <laughs> and he, it takes him two minutes, maybe. And he's like, yep, all done. And then as soon as I hand her back to me, she's fine. Instantly stops crying. Oh. And he was like, all you need to do for, he goes, we'll see you back in a couple of weeks to make sure everything's still good. He's like, but in the meantime, just let her nurse normal, massage it every now and then. He's like, but yeah, you should notice right away. So I fed her before they did that to make her put her in a good mood. And then I fed her right after. And I, Caddy, I am not kidding you. I put her on an instant. She was going to town. And we were having so many issues before she would come off and then go on and come off and come on. But then as soon as he fixed her lip, she did not come off one time. Why did it take till she was four months old? (laughs) I, I know. Isn't that so mind-blowing? Literally, I am I'm baffled right now. Yeah. Like, so, oh my gosh. We, and I was like, maybe she was just, like, tired from screaming and she was really happy to be on me. So then we go home and we nurse just fine for the rest of the night. And I was like, wow, I'm noticing this right away. Like, this is amazing. So the next day I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this nipple shield off. We're, we're going to see what happens. Latched right away. Praise the Lord. Oh my God. Gosh, <laughs> Carly, what and the heck? I was, I know. I was like, "What I'm just pissed. happened?" I'm honestly, I'm so mad. No, like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. Like that is, that is crazy. It, it was insane, and but my boobs weren't used to her like nursing right off of me, so then my nipples started hurting so bad. I was like, holy cow, like this is a new feeling. So then I was like, I'm going to use the nipple shield to give my nip- my actual nipples a break. Yeah. And so, but now like if I don't have my shield, I don't stress out. I'm like, she can nurse. And clean shield and, at that because yep. those that's cleaning those things is just annoying because it, yes. it's a lot, but it's like, it's just annoying. Right. And then nursing in public with a shield, you're having to like make sure you're covered, but then it falls off. And then yeah. you're like, okay, I got to yeah, put it back on. Sections on there, you know, so you're really exactly yeah. like groping yourself in public. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But literally, since we got it clipped, it has been a like complete transformation. And we, got, we went back for a follow up appointment for him to check it out. He goes, Yep, everything looks great. And he showed me the before and after pictures. And it was literally this like tiny little itty bitty change. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy you came on to talk about this. I, oh my gosh, this is insane. This is wonderful. Who would have known? And the, and the, the fact that you didn't give up, you know, you really were like, you were so set in stone and like, like. And so you kept you you kept advocating for yourself, you know, you went to support group, you kept in contact with your doctor, you know, I like go you, go mama. Like, oh my god. This is it was it was rough though, because I was like, oh my goodness. And we had a couple bad days, but I mean, she could have been just stubborn, you know, whatever. But it has been it's completely different. Like I can nurse in public now and not stress out about it. Oh my gosh. That's so great. Oh, it's awesome. Yay. Oh my goodness. And uh, that is just, I'm literally like, my mind's blown right now. I know. I, I didn't even know that half of these things were a thing because nobody tells you. Right. Okay. So if you're listening, if you're having trouble with this latching, check for tongue ties and lip. Lip ties. Lip ties. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. So when I, eventually, if I ever have another baby, I'm going to, Keep that in mind. So I used to just blame myself. I literally blamed myself. I mean, it still could be me. It still could be me. But like, I didn't even check those things. But no, I I was blaming myself because Dalton and I would talk about it. And I was like, I just have stupid nipples because they just wouldn't come out. (laughs) They would go the other way instead. They would never come out. (laughs) No, literally. And okay, wow. 
I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Because it was, oh, that's such, I'm so glad that you were able to figure that out. Finally. And I, I didn't even know it was weird to me that I would have to go to a dentist for them to figure that out. And like the doctor doesn't do that. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, a, I mean, you go to a pediatric doctor. So like, then they don't have any specializations besides kids. Mm -hmm. And so like, kids. I know that for tongue stuff, like tongue and teeth and gums and mouth and lips, all that, I know that's dentists because Carlin and Caleb, Mm -hmm. my sister, if you guys don't know, is going to school to be a dental hygienist and Caleb, her husband, is going to school to be a dentist. So like, I hear them talk about that stuff all the time. And I can't wait to ask them about a lip tie or a tongue tie just to hear what they have to say um but yeah i mean i could imagine a dentist because i mean the i feel like the pediatric doctor could figure it out like okay yeah you probably should get this checked out just like your doctor did. but i mean that that's not her specialty she's got a right exactly body. <laughs> right but me who has no experience and doesn't know anybody in like the dental field i'm like why do you not know you know i didn't know that it was a dentist but then we go and he is like Oh yeah, we see this a lot. Like this is going to get changed, and I was like, and <laughs> he said though that a lot of pe- it's like a controversial thing. Like some people don't want their kids to get their tongue tie clipped or their lip tie clipped because that's the way God made them. So they're like, no, it. We don't need it fixed. And he's like, so some dentists don't do it. And oh. I called multiple people, and they're like, we don't do that. And then yeah, and because I was like, I just want somebody to look at her mouth, and. They were like, we'll look, but we won't fix it. <laughs> like, well, then I'm not coming well, to you. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, I get that. I do. Right. When we started out as when God created man, we mm-hmm. did not have the same, like, <laughs> crap in our DNA. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, probably some crappy hormone right. that we all eat that makes our kids have tongue ties and lip ties. Right. And so, and if this is going to make her quality of life better, then I'm going to get her lip tie. Exactly. That's how I. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm not, we're not going to go into that, but that. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, wow. Okay. See, like with my journey. So I kind of shared that all the hospital stuff. And then that one night with my mom was just literally terrible. And I said, we have to get formula tomorrow. We have to go pick it up because I can't not have a backup plan if I can't feed my Mm -hmm. child. Like, I feel like a terrible mom because I feel like I'm starving her because she won't latch and she won't eat off of me. And so I need to have a backup plan. That doesn't mean I'm giving up. That just means I have a backup plan, you know? Mm -hmm. like. It depends on what kind of mental, like, state, like, you have, like, as a, like, if you're a weak-minded person, then, like, like, maybe don't have the formula as a backup right away. Because, right. like, you might just defer to it just because, but if you have a strong mind, like, you're a pretty determined person, then I feel like if you wanted to have a stash of, like, a few formula bottles, that you could do that. Because then you could do, like, what right. they did with you, which they teased her with the formula, and then like yeah, you just had to use it a little bit. I think yep. like I just felt like an idiot for not even having it as a backup, which I shouldn't, but I just did. Well, no, you should not. The nipple shield did help, but there's different sizes. Yes, so, that's also a big thing. If like I had a really, I had like big boobs. I don't typically, mm-hmm. but like I just did when after I had Ellie. But like my nipple was really small. So the nipple shield just wouldn't fit right because I needed the bigger one, but I needed the shorter um, <laughs> nipple on it. It was just weird. Right. And then I was also talking to someone else and they said that they had problems with breastfeeding because they had adhesions behind their nipple. And that in order for the adhesions to be broken, like your child has to be able to really work hard to get it. Okay. And I was like, well, I would hardly anything leak out. I never really leaked. Like, I didn't really ever have, like, I never had an abundant supply. But that's partly because she never latched. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my, I wasn't able to keep, my body wasn't able to continue to produce a bunch of milk because it was confused. Because it was latching and I was just pumping. And they didn't have the, 
the saliva of the baby to go into your body and you know freeze and mm-hmm. stuff like that but anyway so like when i would i would pump and i would have it on almost the all the way high setting and i would get maybe like an ounce on each side mm-hmm. and then so i just was like well so i started supplementing with formula just a little bit i think at the beginning if i can remember right i was able to go like three-fourths breast milk one-fourth formula or something like that of the day like if i had my whole day of milk it was like mostly breast milk and a little bit of formula and so i my problem was is i gave up i really did i was so stressed and i felt so like defeated mentally that i was scared to have her on me I was scared I was going to make my child mad. I was scared that she wasn't going to look me <laughs> because I can't <laughs> It's a real feeling. And it's yeah. I mean, you know, you know how that feels because I mean, you are successful now, but you didn't start that way, and nobody really. No, I, I mean, some people, I'm sure, pops a baby on, they just nurse, and it's like, oh, it's right. easy, and it's like no finger. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Not really. I'm glad for you, but at the same time, what the heck. Um, <laughs> but you know it's it's a it's really such a it hurts it hurt my heart so i'm like gonna get emotional thinking but it really hurt my heart that i i just looked at her and i just felt like a failure and and it's not true you know no because in the end a fed baby is a healthy baby exactly you know i just wish that i had the tools you know, I wish I would have went to a lactation class. I wish I would have talked more to the lactation consultant. I wish I would have went to a breastfeeding support group like you did. I think that's great. I want to know if they have one in our area. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Like I want I wish I would have just I really thought I was just gonna be able to do it. Like it was just gonna it was just gonna be that's, it. That's what the, nobody talks about not being able to. Everybody's like, Oh, you're in breastfeed? Okay, cool. And then you're like, Yeah, I'm a breastfeed. What? It's not that hard. It can't be. They're gonna latch right away. <laughs> and I really think my mom, as she's listening to this podcast, she's gonna say, "I told you so." I told you, not really, but she's gonna be thinking, "I told you so," because she told me to take classes. <laughs> and I just, I was working crazy hours trying to save up all this money for when mm-hmm. I was gonna go on maternity leave because I didn't have maternity leave. It was just we're gonna let you not come into work for as long as we're <laughs> not gonna pay. <laughs> but like, so I was like just focus on that and then I'd be exhausted and I just was like I can't take this class and I really wish I would have taken a class I really wish I would have talked to more people about it you know and so like that's why that my breastfeeding struggles is one of the one of the big reasons why I wanted to start this podcast too was because I was like I know a lot of moms now kind of lean more towards formula and I think Mm -hmm. it's a lack of people talking about your options and your support and your right and stuff like that and like learning about a lip tie learning about a simple little lip tie <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> and now you're able to nurse and who knows you you can nurse for as long as you want to nurse like yeah do you kind of like do you see yourself nursing like over a year do you see yourself quitting like before that i <laughs> just because of how hard <laughs> I've had to work. I'm like, if I make it to a year, I am content. My goal is a year. I don't really plan to go farther. It's just, I've always said, yep, I want to nurse for a year. And then I, I'm happy. <laughs> so my plan is a okay. year. I mean, I know moms that have breastfed till their kids are almost three. Right, right. And I mean, in my opinion, I think that's great and healthy for that child. I don't think that would be great and healthy for me as a mom. Yeah, I'm with you there. I could not. <laughs> like you do, I mean, breastfeeding and when they break it down, I mean, you've seen those posts where they break it down. And it's like a full-time job, breastfeeding. It, it is. It's like you 40 hours a week plus uh-huh. that you're breastfeeding. I mean, in the beginning, don't even, don't even touch 40 hours in the beginning. Don't. No. It's every three hours, every two hours. <laughs> yeah um so did you do you pump or you still pump I do not I'm exclusive breastfed because we've got it under control now and I don't have to pump and so I feed her I still feed her throughout the day every three hours and 
sometimes we go four, but I'm like, I'm at home. I stay at home mom. So I can feed her, you know? So we're still every three hours throughout the day. And then at night we sleep as long as we want to sleep. So. Good. Uh, and you need that rest. Yeah. That's important too. Cause when you're breastfeeding. Okay. So let's talk about this. When you're breastfeeding, I heard that each session is like, you burn like 500 calories or something like that. Each yeah. session, or is it like a day of breastfeeding, or what is it? I don't know because they say that as if you're breastfeeding, you need to eat. I think it's it might be 500 more calories a day than what your normal calorie consumption would be. But I don't maybe you're not for some reason 500, but you need extra 500 or something. You need an ex yeah, you need extra calories because you burn so many calories. I don't know that it's 500 every feeding. Right. Okay. That seems like a lot. That's but... a lot. That was a lot. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, also, like, disclaimer: awesome. we are not doctors. We're not. No. <laughs> as mom says. Um, but okay. So, like, I think it's really important for self care of breastfeeding or even pumping exclusively, whichever you're doing. Like, you need to have a. It's a necessity. You need a tall cup to have water filled every time. Always water. Always water. Your, that's your husband's job or your, yep. whoever's living with you to fill up that exactly. water every time it's empty because you have to mm-hmm. get that water down. Yes. And then water snack is tray. absolute best thing. Yep. Snack tray. You need snacks. And I snack every time I feed her. <laughs> okay. So also... I know, like, they're like, oh, you'll you'll shed the baby weight when you breastfeed. You'll just shed the baby weight that you gained. And I'm like, who? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 so I wasn't actually breastfeeding, but I was pumping every three hours. So I was like, I didn't gain all this weight. Nor- and mine was a depression gain, postpartum depression gain, for sure. But like also like I just I was pumping so I thought oh I'm gonna eat whatever the heck I want because I'm doing this and you know what who cares eat what you want who cares uh, who cares just don't expect to <laughs> don't expect to lose all this weight from, no. or from and I I thought that too because everybody's like oh if you breastfeed that like you're gonna burn fat and you're gonna lose the bite the baby weight and that is not the case for me, for me because I'm breastfeeding and I can never get full. I can't stop eating. I'm like, holy cow, I'm hungry all the time because she's taking all my food. So I'm not losing anything. <laughs> and it's whatever. Everybody has their own journey on that. And that's a whole different other discussion that I will have on this podcast at some point <laughs> of, you know, make maintaining a healthy, maintaining your health. And if you're hungry, then Carly, you need to freaking eat. Exactly. When you're hungry, y'all. And be yep. nice to yourselves because you're, you're a human. You just pushed them out, and now you're the only food supply for this child. That's exactly right. So be nice to yourself out there. Uh, yes. Um. Back to the like breast care. So hydrate snacks. Okay. Nipple butter. Do you use nipple butter? I tried the what's it lanolin cream. Okay. Yeah. I tried that too. Yeah, and it did nothing for me. Okay. Absolutely nothing. So I was like, okay, I'm done doing this. So I started actually taking breast milk and putting it around my nipple. Because I, they say breast milk fixes everything. It heals your acne. It heals. Yep. Yeah, everything. Put it on your anything. That's literally all I did. And I have, I'm good. I've been very lucky there. So. See, that's, yeah. And then they also have these new silver, like, silver covers. Have you seen those? I've, I've seen those, yes. And, and I hear that they're amazing. Because the silver <laughs> in it will help heal your nipples. Mm-hmm, I've heard that. And you put them on underneath your bra. And you can't even know really they're there because you got a padded right. bra on. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it catches your milk that you're leaking out too. And it heals your nipple. Yep, yep. I think I just, so because I was just pumping, I don't know if it's, I know it's different. It, like your child's not on it. So, like, I don't, I can't say it hurts more or hurts less, but it definitely was like, I took that, I had this organic nipple butter from Mommy Bliss. I love that brand. Mm-hmm. Mommy Bliss. Everything. I never tried that one. Oh, it's an organic brand. And like, I use all their stuff, a lot of their stuff for Ellie. Really? Their ripe water, their constipation, <laughs> like stuff to help them poop. Sorry. I can't even oh, speak. Uh-huh. Um, what else do I use? Oh, like the elderberry syrup, um, immunity support. They have all that kind of stuff. 
and it's mm-hmm. organic and healthy and clean products. Maybe they'll sponsor me one day. Um, Ooh, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I would like put the nipple butter all over my, pretty much all over my boobs, and then like <laughs> literally all of the pumps, like in the pump supplies, I just put it yeah. all in there just so it'd be, and it was safe. Like it was really yes. safe that this, if it, the obviously we got my milk, or if Ellie were to like actually we try to latch, if she were to eat mm-hmm. it or swallow it, it would be it's completely safe. Yeah. So I was like, then I felt really good about putting it on my plate. Right. Um, what else? What else? Self some self care for when you're. We talked about yeah. nipple shields, which I didn't know you were going to talk about that. So I'm really glad you did. Nipple shields, y'all. Uh, um they have like if you get really engorged there's this like ice pack that you can either heat or freeze um i i don't think i actually ever used it because i wasn't making a ton of milk in the beginning um but i have a friend who did and she would freeze it and whenever she would get engorged she would put it on but then afterwards she would put the warm one on and she was like it felt amazing whenever it was on so that's a thing that you could as well i use these two like heaters and they would like warm up and they would vibrate to help me have a letdown because i wouldn't yeah letdowns which a letdown if you don't know is basically whenever um if you sometimes if you hear a baby cry you'll have a letdown even if it's, mm-hmm. basically your milk will drop and start coming out of your nipple um, yes people will have letdowns in the shower you know to you do you I actually, I, I've never been somebody who leaks. Okay. I leaked maybe twice in the beginning and that I, I don't leak now. Okay. So I wonder, no, like, I mean, there's people that wake up soaked. Yeah. Do I just wake up engorged. I woke up engorged. Okay. Yes. And I was like, holy cow, I need to get it out. But it would never, I would never leak. The only way for me to get any milk out of my boobs would be if I had these two, um, like vibrating heating pads and I would rest them right on top and I had to take deep breaths and relax my body it just to get just to get I'm I exclusively pumped for three months straight every three hours pumped no matter what day night every three hours for three months of her life and because I was so gosh darn stubborn that she was going to get breast milk (laughs) and i'm so glad i was able to give her three months of breast milk and i was like you know what we gotta switch to formula and i think we're about formula and another we're gonna switch to formula in another episode um because i have a whole other thing about formula and how i feel about the things they put in that formula it's (laughs) it's for another another time but, um, <laughs> it was the only way I could just, I just felt like, okay, I'm going to give her this formula and, or this, this breast milk and I'm going to pump it in. But it was, I mean, my mental health, like I said, I was severely depressed. I had terrible anxiety and I was, I didn't have depression before my, my, my baby. So like, I wasn't expecting to get postpartum depression because I know it's like, if you have depression before it's like 50, 50, or maybe even higher. It's like a really high mm-hmm. chance that you might have postpartum depression. And so I was like, I had situational depression, which like I feel like is super common in the world. Yeah. It's yeah. not clinical, you know. So like when I got postpartum depression, like and the pumping did not help. And I had to look at myself and think, um, like in order for me to be the best mom I can be, I need to stop pumping. Because I it's not I was it wasn't like I was like doing other things, you know, I was it wasn't like I was like exhausted from like doing three workouts a day or exhausted right. from going here and going there. I'm working. I'm a full time working mom. I wasn't doing anything extra. I was a stay at home mom, pumping mm-hmm. three hours, like that, which is exhausting. That was my only existence. And it yes, you're plugged into a wall. You feel like a machine. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't even walk around because I couldn't afford. I honestly, I couldn't afford the portable. I don't know. Am I using the right word? Portable. Yeah. Portable. Right. That makes sense. Portable. And, you know, I was like, ah, that is such a luxury that I wish I would have had. But also I needed to relax in order to get milk out. So I don't know if I could even pump walking around, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But like 
my mom played this lady. Her name's Sue Becker, and she has podcasts for talking all about bread and the nutrition of bread and how you guys have to look her up, Sue Becker. And she was saying, like, when she was breastfeeding her baby, she was new mom, you know, she was doing great. And, you know, she's like, okay, I'm going to go back to work out. I worked, she worked at the Y and she'd like taught classes. I'm like, oh, that sounds like me. Um, classes and she's like well i'm not getting much of my workout that i really want so i'm gonna go ahead and run she was a runner so she run five miles and then teach a 30 minute exercise class or 45 minute exercise class and she so on top of all that exercise she's breastfeeding she's like exhausted so she went to her um church group about how she was just so tired and she had no energy and and they're like, honey, why don't you just give up breastfeeding? You know, she's nursed for nine months. Like, just, you know, like, you've done, you've done well. And she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I mean, I guess. And so she went home and she read a certain scripture. And I don't remember what it was, but she read a scripture. And she was like, no, I'm going to cut back my running. Because this child is what she needs this, you know. Yeah. She's going above and beyond to, like, exercise. It's like she gets, mm-hmm. she gets just enough exercise in her 45 minute class. You know, does she right. run? Yeah. But as a mother, there's things you just give up. And she, you do. Yeah. She thought God was just telling her that, you know, if you, if, you know, like breastfeeding is what your child needs you to do. Yep. And I was like, you know what? That is such a good, it's so good that, you know, this other mom was kind of like encouraging her to give up only. Because she thought that was going to be the best for her, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like no one was encouraging her and be like, well, hold on. Like, you're doing so well. Women don't get nine yeah. months of breastfeed babies, you know, anymore. Like, yeah. they don't do that. Because moms have full-time jobs. And we, you know, we have to do everything a man can do, but in heels. And do it better. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. you know, we have to go to work. And, you know, so, like, if you're blessed enough to be able to stay home and nurse your baby and do it for nine months, just keep going. It's only, nine months, it. it's only a year or two of your life yeah. that you're going to give up for your child. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. It's so, so, so beneficial for your child, too. Yeah. And like, you and the child together, that bond. Yes. Yes. And if you can't do it, if you try, like, you're amazing for trying because it's literally, it is so, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if you can't do it, you can't do it. And it's fine. Right. You're, it is fine. fine. Your, baby. your baby's gonna be healthy. <laughs> if you put two babies next to each other, you know. Now, like the obviously the antibodies and the nutrients and all this stuff that you get from breastfed from your you know from your breast milk is not gonna you can't replicate it. You just can't. Right. But like, right. it's better than your baby not eating. Exactly. And, you know, exactly. And then just do things in their diet and their everyday life to make up for that. And that's kind of what I did. Like mm-hmm. when she started eating solids, I made sure she had the fruits, she had the vegetables, she had the protein. She ate the healthy foods. She, I know, I made sure everything right. was clean. I made sure I gave her the best of the best because I knew I couldn't do it as a mom with my milk, but I knew I could do it as a mom in this world. Yeah. And you know, Absolutely. it is what it is. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I don't want to keep going too long, but I think we talked about everything I really wanted to hit today. Do you have anything else you want to share? Um, I don't. I don't think so. Just if you don't think you can, you can. You can do it. You are strong. You are a woman. You can do it. And if you can't, that's okay too. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love the way you just said that. If you think you can't, you can. At least try. Uh, yeah. Try. Mm. And you get all my respect for trying because Absolutely. it is so hard. It is so hard. Agreed. <laughs> and I can't even <laughs> imagine a working mom like oh my god doing it like me neither or going leaving work every three hours to go feed your child or yeah you are a superwoman. I'll have to I'll have to see if uh, I know this lady who works full time and she breastfed both babies. Like I mean, she did pump, but she mm-hmm. only did breast milk the entire for both kids. So I really I'll have to have her on to kind of share her experience yeah. with that. But it was so good to see you and have you on. Yeah. I'm so glad you're able to share all this stuff. And um, yeah, 
Yeah, I hope people can learn some things because I know I did. <laughs> um, yeah, I just learned a lot today. So, <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.